You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. Your co-host, Danny. As we got a full show for you today, a little NBA talk, our Super Bowl picks, uh, and uh, anything extra that we just decided to bring about. First, though, to the NBA, Danny. Big trade done happened where Kyrie Irving actually goes to the Dallas Mavericks, traded to the Dallas Mavericks. In exchange for uh, Dinwiddie, Benny Smith, and uh, also going to the Mavericks in that trade is uh, Marquise Morris, and a couple and, and a few second round picks uh, floated in there as well. Danny Kyrie asked for this trade. The Nets was like, "We tired of you. We tired of all this." Mm-hmm. Just be free of Kyrie and be free of quote-unquote, a headache. There's rumors circling that part of Kyrie's contract uh, that the Nets were offering for an extension was to get to the NBA championship or to win the title. I don't know how true those rumors are. Kyrie is now a Dallas Maverick. Paired up with Luka, that's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Both are ball-dominant. Yep. Don't know who's going to be playing the two. But I think Dallas made an interesting move here. Uh, Dinwiddie, someone who the Brooklyn Nets are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Benny Smith, decent defender. It may be a win-win situation here. But I think through it all, Danny, the more important question is, how does KD feel? KD could have went to the Knicks, but decided with Kyrie to go to the Brooklyn Nets. That duo in their time in Brooklyn was not successful. Not only now, but how does it shake out for Kyrie moving forward? Is he going to stay at Dallas Mavericks? Is, are the Dallas Mavericks going to extend him a contract, a long-term contract, a year-to-year contract, two-year contract? What, what's going to happen there? And what other teams are really going to want Kyrie? So we'll see. What say you, Danny? We'll see what the Nets do, how they approach this trade deadline, what they do with KD. The Nets have some interesting things to look at now going forward and if they want to just go back to the team they were before they signed kd and kyrie and more of a you know a no-name all-star type team that can get things done or if they're going to try to bring somebody else in to compliment kd and uh make that playoff run as far as kyrie is concerned going to dallas defense is going to be (laughs) one issue for that team so they're gonna have to outscore some teams and and it's gonna take time to get chemistry because yeah luca is you talk about dribbling the air out of the ball that's what luca's game is now he can see the floor you know luca's a good player a great player but complimenting him with kyrie at least gives him somebody else to take that load off of his shoulders uh, from a scoring perspective on the offensive end and I look at, two. Dallas needed to make a move. They've always 
they're always trying to make a splash and in free agency and the free agents kind of just, you know, snub their nose up at them for whatever reason. Why? I don't know. But this is the move they had to make and they had to do it via trade to get uh, some type of superstar in the house. As far as Kyrie long term, I think he's just going to have to understand that his contract's going to be incentive laden because it's availability. That's going to have to be a part of it is either they're going to have to do something with the season length, but in Kyrie's case, it's going to be availability because in Brooklyn, Kyrie and KD weren't on the floor that much together because either Kyrie was out or KD was out. That's going to be the key for Dallas going into this playoff run. What's Kyrie's availability? And if he's there and if he's, you know, balling out and everything to try to get that contract, what's, what does that contract look like going forward from the new team if he doesn't stay with Dallas? And how does that all play out? Because I, me personally, if I'm signing him, you know what you're getting, but you got to have stipulations in place and he has to abide by them or he isn't getting paid. But that's a disruptor as well because you don't get flow so if he decides to sit out or do what he needs to do that impacts the chemistry and the flow of the team and um, dependability I think it was a great trade from both sides it helps both organizations the Nets get rid of Kyrie and that that saga and then Dallas gets Kyrie and they get another superstar to compliment Luka to possibly push them forward in the playoffs and this would be a kind of like a trial period too. Mm-hmm. Uh, be a de- decision by the Dallas Mavericks at the end of the season on whether to offer Kyrie a long-term deal. Uh, another interesting trade, Danny, was uh, Detman uh, being moved from the Miami Heat going to the San Antonio Spurs, uh, and where the Miami Heat they're starting to make some salary dump moves. Uh, we'll see what happens. There's been rumor uh, about Jay Crowder uh, coming up on a scene, either with the Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, so Miami Heat's making some moves here to possibly add Jay Crowder. The hope is that um, the Bucks, you know, still kind of make that trade. Uh, I think the Bucks were talking about Jordan Nora, uh, George Hill, uh, maybe. Uh, a pick or something like that for Crowder. Um, I think it's a second round pick for Crowder. So we'll see there what what really shakes out. Danny, what say you? Yeah, the Heat, they're really trying to move Kyle Lowry. I'll tell you that. <laughs> At least rumored to be. And because he comes with a hefty price tag. So if they could move him, dupe somebody into taking him just because he's not playing well right now. And you know, trying to make that move towards the playoffs and that seeding position is key. Uh, I'm very curious to see what they do. They're starting to play better now and going into the all-star break, that's key um, to get some momentum going into the second half. So yeah, man, we're, we got a couple days here, Jay. So it may be some wildness that happens after we uh, record here, but um, I can't wait, but this Kyrie thing came out of left field that kind of got everything rolling because I think everyone was waiting to see where he would go to then figure out what moves they're going to make depending on if he was in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference and uh, how to adjust appropriately. So now that he's gone, 
I think some things are going to start shaking out sooner than later um, for this trade deadline. I agree, but you know, then also, Danny, I think with Kyrie going to the Western Conference, I'm not as concerned with the Brooklyn Nets. This weekend's Brooklyn Nets, um, to some degree, in terms of talent-wise, um, so we'll see how how that shakes out uh, and what else, what other trades are happening in the Eastern Conference in uh, Dahl. Mm-hmm. I just want I want to sleep on Spencer Dinwiddie. You know he can score. Yeah, he can score. Uh, but. Yeah, just Kyrie's presence in the playoffs and just what he brings to the table, yeah, definitely brings Brooklyn down a notch. So, And I say this, too. What people don't realize is that we're more than halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucks have already played 54 out of 82 games. Yep. So when they come back from the All-Star break, it's going to be a furious end uh, for seeding and everything. Right now, the Milwaukee Bucks are only one game outside outside of the number one seed, where Boston Celtics are are hanging on by thread. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia 76ers are at the number three spot, followed up by uh, Cleveland Cavaliers at the number four spot, five games out of the fir- number one seed. And Brooklyn is five and a half games out of the number one seed. Uh, and the sixth seed, uh, to wrap up here is the Miami Heat, and where they're nine games out of the first um, spot. But just as Miami is nine games out of the first spot, they're only a half game ahead of the New York Knicks mm-hmm. for this play-in tournament. Yep. The Hawks are only two games out of that sixth position. And the Bulls and Pacers are right there too. So this is going to be a furious ending uh, of the season in terms of positioning and everything. So I think we want to see uh, the best efforts here uh, after the all-star break. Yeah. And shout out to Giannis. Dude's been playing on a different level these last couple of weeks. Um, and now Middleton's starting to get back into the groove. So mm-hmm. the Bucks are right on the heels of Boston. It, it's going to be a good run in the second half after the all-star break. The only thing I would say with the Bucks, Danny, is that Giannis, is, to me, is still bringing up the ball too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's turning the ball over way too much, and I think that's why you need to get it into the guard's hands uh, a little bit more. Um, I think when Middleton um, comes off the bench or is finally put into the starting position, uh, I think he'll bring the ball up a little bit more uh, to kind of help offload things, but I think Giannis brings the ball up way too much and the decisions are not as quick. And I think everybody stands still and watches what Giannis is going to do. So the offense kind of lags a little bit. And I think in the playoffs, you need a little bit more movement. So hopefully uh, we kind of get our act together here after all-star break, uh, start to kind of get a little bit more into a motion offense um, and kind of go on from there. Yeah, Boston knows how to play that. So they better fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Because to me, if everybody's standing around on offense, that's giving the defense a chance to rest. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so I think that's something Milwaukee's definitely going to have to really, you know, resolve there. And now, Danny, on to the Super Bowl. Big game on Sunday. Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got? Mahomes is getting better. And when we talked last, Looking at this game, man, it's a, 
It should be a good game, honestly. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Philadelphia. It's hard to bet against Mahomes and Kelsey though right now, because they are playing lights out, and their defense actually held Cincinnati enough for them to get that victory. And I can see that where it, the moment may get too big for Jalen Hurts. This is his first time, his first playoff run. He's played really well, but this is where Mahomes could really sneak up and get them. I'm going to go Philly, but I think it's going to be a close game. We'll see, man. I This one's tough, but I'm going to go Philadelphia. Yeah, this is a tough one, Danny. I'm going to actually lean towards a not-so- advertise or promoted position or unit. Mm-hmm. That's the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think Philadelphia's offensive line has been so great this year. And looking at the playoffs, regardless of who they play, their execution, uh, I believe, has been outrageous. Uh, I think that continues. And I think by having that type of offensive line, that's going to help Jalen hurts uh, to actually calm down. Yep. Um, and I think it's going to open up some um, some positions here for him to actually run. But he also has weapons he can throw to as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I think that combination uh, and everything is going to be really interesting. I think Kansas City is going to do a, you know, a spy, or put a spy on him uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but I'm going to lead towards that offensive line and I'm leaning towards the Eagles to actually win, but this is going to be close. It's going to be a real close game, Danny. And I just know that Kansas City, if they lose, this puts them possibly in a bad spot, you know, as far as legacy is concerned. So mm-hmm. it's hard, man, because I like both Mahomes and Hurts. Right. So it's hard to cheer against one or the other. That's That's where the dilemma is here for me and my decision. Uh, but all in all, man, I'm going to go Philly, and we'll see what happens, man. Either way, I won't be disappointed. I just want a good game. Yep. Thank you for joining us at Back Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.